Welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast. This is your host, Cheyenne Williams, and this is a place where we get to feel loved, be heard, and know that we have a voice that the entire world needs to hear. So sit back, relax, and let's go change the world. Welcome back for another episode. I am your host, Cheyenne Williams, and if you are new to the Acoustic You Podcast, Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for joining and listening in and becoming a part of the Acoustic You family. And this podcast is all about being real, raw, genuine, and we are all on the path to our new unapologetic self. And so welcome, welcome to the podcast, welcome to the journey, and I am so excited to be able to be a part of this um, new adventure with you. And so... I wanted to share because I just got back from vacation. Um, I went to St. Louis to visit some family for Thanksgiving week and my heart is so full, you guys. And so this is what I really wanted to share is the importance of doing the work, doing the healing, doing the personal growth and the impact it can have on the loved ones around you. And so I talked a little bit about it in my previous episodes about how um, my five-year, almost six-year relationship kind of came to a break um, or we took a breath, however you want to word it. Um, but I actually went to go visit him and his family for Thanksgiving after doing four months of healing and personal growth. And he was doing the healing and personal growth as well, which is so beautiful because One, a lot of men, especially men in the African-American community, they have this stigma about you being weak if you need to go see a counselor or you being weak if you have mental health concerns. And the one thing I do have to say that I absolutely applaud him for is going against that stigma and going against those mythological beliefs that we feed ourselves and those limiting beliefs that we feed ourselves and doing the work that needed to be done not only for him to be a better person but for us to be better partners and better parents together and so you guys when you have two people who not only love each other but who are genuinely working on themselves despite the circumstances. Like it is so beautiful when it all comes together. And I was able to experience that this past week. And I wanted to share like what this means with you guys. And so I guess my main takeaway is that like what can help you can also take you out. And a lot of people don't realize that when you do the personal growth, when you do the internal healing, the inner child healing, Um, dealing with the trauma, having to reopen that Pandora box and getting all of that nastiness and ugliness out into the real, like the reality of what it portrays into your life. Like it could take you out. It took me out because I had like subconsciously repressed all of the trauma, subconsciously repressed all of my feelings. I was like, I'm okay. I'm great. I'm doing this. I'm like successful. I have an abundant life. But when you start to confront the ugliness and the negativity that you bring into the life, like if you're not mentally ready to embrace that and you're still in this denial, flight and fight mode, like it will become the most unrewarding thing. But if you open that ugly side of you, if you accept 
all of the darkness, all of the trauma, all of the hurt, all of the feelings, and you truly accept it with open arms and you bear it and you say, that was my past. I am no longer that person. Like I am healing into this newer and better version of myself. Then it could help you. But if you're in denial and you're like, no, that's not me. That's not like, it'll take you out and you will never heal. And so part of healing and part of personal growth is being ready to accept the ugly truth. And I was ready. I was not ready for the longest time. And it brought me to where I was a couple months ago. And that ugly truth I needed to realize that I needed to play my role and accept my responsibility into my life and all of the chaos that was brought onto it and how I personally played a role into it in order for me to get the life that I am now at so much peace with. And so you guys remember that what can help you can also take you out. But you guys, it all comes down to like not having this timeline you know and so it's about like knowing that personal growth and healing there really is no end like timeline you're always going to heal you're always going to have to personally develop you're always going to have to better yourself because life is always going to throw something at you so what you healed from today may not be what you heal from five years from now but you always have to be willing to do the work personally and not let it get built up to where you're at a rock bottom and forced to get out of it and just gradually be acceptance of your journey and don't let a quote unquote timeline like distract you from the bigger picture and the bigger picture is you getting the help you need so that the world around you can be better. The people around you can be better. It's all law of attraction. If you're constantly negative and down and depressed and low vibes, like your family is going to be low vibes. Your kids are going to be low vibes. Everybody's going to get on your nerves. And it all stems from the energy you bring. So you need to bring the high vibe, I am loving life energy and everything else will kind of fall into place. And I personally was able to experience that this past week. Like After doing all of the healing of confronting my sexual abuse that had happened so long ago and then also like being acceptance of the trauma and the abuse that I've dealt with while being in the relationship with my daughter's father like I realized that like there was some times where it was like okay I played a role in that like when I was sexually abused in middle school going into high school like I had the choice to either keep it inside and forever keep that my dark secret or I had the choice to go get help and go tell my parents and lean in on them when I needed them but instead I chose to not I chose to keep it inside and pretend it didn't happen and it just continued this ugly down world like rabbit hole spiral of attracting negativity and attracting darkness and attracting hurt because I didn't get the help I needed 20 something you know 20 something years ago and so that's the thing you guys is 
those are the choices and those are the responsibilities. Am I saying I'm responsible for being sexually abused? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I am responsible for not getting the help I needed when it happened to me. And I've accepted that and I came to terms with it. I finally was able to tell my parents about it and it was like 20,000 pounds lifted off of my chest when I finally did. But you guys, like, those are the responsibilities that I'm talking about. And so when it comes to the relationship with my daughter's father, like, yes, did I deserve all of those terrible things he did? Absolutely not. But at the same time, I was responsible because I continued to let him do it. I continued to let him believe that it was okay for him to do it. And there was so many outs that I could have taken, like, me moving to California to have my daughter and him being in a totally different state, but me choosing and me making that decision to go back to that nasty environment. That was my responsibility. No one forced me to go back into that environment. I was away from it, but I chose to believe in hope. I chose to believe that things could get better. In reality, I knew things couldn't get better, but I was young and vulnerable and I was hoping things would get better and I put myself back into that situation. Then there was other times where I could have gotten out of it again and I chose to stay. I chose to take him back all those times. I chose to let him believe that he could get away with it because I, whatever reason, couldn't stand up for myself and I personally started to blame myself and all of those limiting beliefs that I was telling myself was my responsibility because of all of the trauma that stemmed from my sexual abuse prior that I didn't get help with. And so I hope that makes sense on how we personally can also play a role into the things that are happening in our life. And so I saw that with my current relationship, you know, before we took this break or breath or whatever you want to call it, like I kept blaming him. I kept saying, it's you, it's this, you need to do this. You need to change. You need to do this. You need to do that. But in reality, like it was me too. And it had to be him leaving the house for me to realize where I played a role into it because I was able to like really soak in and see the negativity that I brought into that relationship. And, you know, you always hear the saying, like, hurt people hurt people. I was hurt. I never got the professional help I needed for my trauma that I had experienced since my adolescence. Like, I never got that help. And I was hurting. And I associated love with hurt. And so even on our best days when he was treating me like a queen, having me on this pedestal, it was making me so uncomfortable because I'm like, okay, being in a relationship is not supposed to feel good. So let me pick a fight with you so that it like triggers my limiting beliefs and be like, okay, this is what I know. This is, this is feels normal for me now. Um, I hope you guys are staying with me. And so it took him leaving for me to realize that. And once I realized that, you guys, I had so much guilt because of the fact that I was purposely hurting people to feed the lies that my trauma was telling me. And at the end of the day, I not only hurt myself, I hurt him, I hurt my kids because their dad left the house. And 
That's the responsibility I played into it. Another responsibility is what we share. And I realized that while going into my grief counseling, um, when you share with your friends, they only get one side of the story. And when you have mental health, like it took a lot of awareness and self-acceptance for me to be able to say this out loud to you guys, because I know some of my friends are listening right now, but you guys like, that's the reality. Like when I would go and tell them the story, I would only tell them the negative roles he played into that fight we had or the negative things he did that day. But I would never share the role I played into it. For instance, there was one time where we got into a really fight. It escalated. I called my friends crying, all boohooing, like, oh my God, he did A, B, C, and D. But like, I forgot to leave out the part where it's like, I came home at one o'clock in the morning, drunk, and spazzed out on him because he, all he wanted to know was that I was okay and that why didn't you text me saying that you were going to be out a little bit later? Because I told him I was going to be home by 10. And then all of a sudden, I'm not rolling into the house until 1 a.m. And instead of me being considerate and being like, yeah, I would be pissed off too if I was like, the roles were reversed. I drunk Cheyenne, spazzed out and was like, you're not my dad. So leave me the F alone. And obviously that escalates things. And it resulted into that being the breaking point and him leaving. And you know, I tell my friends, but it's like, I, I left that part out because I wasn't thinking. I was hurt by what he did, not realizing that if I would have just been like, yeah, you're right. Like, I got you next time. I'll make sure I, like we communicate better next time. All of this would have not happened. And that is the type of responsibility that we need to start becoming aware of is how we play into what happens around us. And so where I'm going with this is like everything has to be intentional. Everything. So I was talking to my counselor about this and it's like, okay, I work from home. I work from my phone. So my phone is my business. If I get a text off, I don't know if it's family. I don't know if it's business related. If I get a phone call, I don't know if it's business or family or what. So I am constantly addicted to my cell phone. It's like, it's scientifically proven. You guys can fact check this. Like the dopamine that is in our brain, when our cell phone goes off, like when we hear that ding from a text, those dopamine levels increase as if we just shot up heroin. And so our phones are more addictive than any type of drug because of that, because of the pleasure that that one little ding gives us. And so for me personally, when you run a global business from your cell phone, you're constantly on that cell phone. So my dopamine levels are constantly on a high because of the fact that I am attached to my cell phone 24 seven. And that's not a great thing to have. Yes, I run a successful business. Yes, I've created this amazing legacy for my kids that I was able to leave behind and able to drop out of the corporate world and things like that. But it takes away from family time. So one thing that I need to get better at is 
putting my phone on do not disturb and being intentional when I say we're going to sit down and watch a movie. Not we're going to sit down and watch a movie while mommy's on her phone working. It's I'm going to put my phone away. We're going to make some popcorn. The entire family's going to sit on this couch. No phones, no interrupted phone calls. And we're going to sit down and watch this entire movie. And I'm not checking my phone until that movie's over. That's what I mean about being intentional or going on a date when so many times I've been out to lunch and instead of having a conversation with him, I was on my phone working. And then I would occasionally have a conversation with him and then be back into my phone working. Or I would talk to him while I'm texting. And that's not being intentional. If we're going to go out and take that time to go have lunch and mommy and daddy time without the kids, I need to put my phone away. And he needs to do the same. But it's more so me because it's like you feed off of each other. If I'm on my phone, he's going to be off on his phone. If he's on his phone, I'm going to be on my phone. And so it's like we both have to be intentional. And so be intentional in everything that you do. One thing that has helped with me is scheduling it out. And so I have everything on a schedule. If I'm playing with the kids, my phone's away. If I am working, my phone is on do not disturb. And I am literally only answering work calls and text messages related to work. I'm not having destructive conversations. I'm not talking to my friends. I'm not doing this. Like it's only work during that hour. Um, and same thing, you know, part of running a network marketing business is being on social media and interacting on social media. So it's like, if I'm going on Instagram for work related, it's going to be work related. I'm not going to be scrolling and liking for hours and hours and hours on end. Like, no, it's going to be very intentional because you have to start being intentional and creating those intentional habits in order to have that equal work-life balance, especially when you're working from home. And that's the one thing that I really need to work on is because in my family, we would have so many like disagreements because it would be like, spend more time with your kids. I want you to spend some time with me. You're always on your phone. You're always doing this. Can't you put your phone down? Da, 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 da. And it's like, you know what? I can't. Like my business is not going to fall and crash and burn if I put my phone away for an hour, you know? And so make the choice to not only go, go through your transformation, but go through your transformation, like your transformation without waiting for that feeling of satisfaction before you act, you know? So it's like, don't wait for you to be at peace. Don't wait for you to be ready. Don't wait for you to think that you're just going to get the spark of happiness. And then you're going to be like, you know what? I am healed. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to love. I'm ready. Like, no. Um, be okay with the ugly and just get started. Just start your transformation and start working on that new identity. And that new identity, I mean, is un like unbecoming everything you have learned part of personal growth is unlearning everything we have learned in our prior life and that will ultimately give you the new identity because you're going to be creating new habits new thought processes new perceptions and you're just going to be a new you the you that you were originally before you were taught all of those nasty things and you're unlearning all of those nasty things to be the you that you were supposed to be straight out the womb. And so it's okay to fall. You know, you hear the saying, fall seven times, stand up eight. It's the truth. Personal growth is not meant to be pretty, butterflies and rainbows and cute. Like it's going to be ugly. There's going to be days where you're going to be crying your eyes out and looking like a horror movie with your makeup and your like 
eye shadow and everything running down your face because you're just so overwhelmed by what you have been experiencing but that is okay and be intentional don't keep repressing all of those negative thoughts because I do it I used to do it where I would be like okay I can't hurt I gotta be mom mode okay my kids can't see me cry let me shut it down like no if I'm sad I'm gonna tell my kids I'm sad I'm mad this is why I'm crying because this And that is being intentional and that is letting my emotions come out. And I started to make a game with it with my kids. And so my uh, business coach, transformation coach, uh, Kelsey, she kept saying like, it's okay to throw tantrums, go throw a tantrum, go do an anger release, go do this. And obviously with my kids, like I tried to do one and my daughter literally laughed at me and was like, what are you doing? Um, So I brought my kids into it. If I'm home with my kids and I'm getting so overwhelmed to where I'm going to spaz out on them because not of what they're doing, but just because I'm so overwhelmed with my emotions and my trauma triggers that I now tell them, okay, let's all go grab a pillow. Okay, now we're going to hold the pillow to our face. Okay, now let's see who can scream the loudest. And literally, I will count down to three and we would just all scream. The kids would have a blast with it and I would feel so much better because I was able to anger release and not be judged because my kids think we're playing like a funny game on who could be the loudest because usually I'm telling them to be quiet. So any chance that they can get to be loud, like they're loving it. And so I've done that, but I've also done it to where... We do boxing matches and I do it with my daughter because my daughter gets overwhelmed with her emotions too. And so I tell her, go to your room and start hitting your pillows and she'll start hitting her pillows. She'll be really mad. And all of a sudden she'll start busting up laughing. Like I look ridiculous. And so I do that too. I'll be like, okay, Audrey, hold your pillow and she'll hold her pillow and I'll start punching it. And she'll just be like, she'll just start busting up and be like, mommy, what are you doing? And it's great because we're getting our anger out, but we're turning it into a game, you guys. And so be intentional with understanding your feelings and working through your feelings and sitting with your feelings and being still and the dark unrewarded work is what's going to lead you to freedom no one is going to see you throwing a tantrum in your house no one is going to see you doing those anger release outbursts no one is going to see all of the things that go behind the closed doors but behind those closed doors when you're truly working whether you're shedding tears or being depressed and you can't get out of bed or feeling unmotivated like those unrewarded actions is what's going to lead you to the freedom to be the new you to be the you that is at peace and the you that is free and it's okay but we also have to watch what we're saying words play such a role into our beliefs and so if you're constantly feeding yourself low vibe words and i'm working on it every single day i'm still working on it so i'm challenging you guys with me to work on it this week but what you say impacts your beliefs and your actions and so if you constantly say like well it's not gonna happen i have no friends no one likes me the world is so crappy like you're feeding yourself that belief and you're going to attract that, you know? But it's like, if you walk out and be like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing, I'm happy, everyone wants to be my friend, like you're gonna project all of this positivity into the world and all of that positivity is going to be brought right back to you. And so I think of this as like, in my business, you know, it's like always towards the end of the month, we're like, oh my gosh, we're so far away from our goal. Are we going to make it? Are we going to achieve it? Like, 
what are we going to do? Maybe we'll try next month. Like, no, all of that is telling yourself that you're not going to achieve that goal, which is going to make your actions not want to work and be unmotivated. Where it's like, instead of saying, how far are you from your goal? Ask yourself, how close are you? Instead of saying, well, I'm going to wait until next month. Be like, no, I got one more day. That's so much time left. And do the same thing when you're talking to your friends. One thing that I started to do is that instead of saying, I can't wait to see you because cannot is a low vibe word. I say, I look forward to seeing you. I am so excited to see you, you know? And so it's like just changing out those words will mean a lot. So try not to say the word not um, or no, because your brain's only going to hear something after that. So if you're saying, well, I don't want to go out to eat. Okay, cool. Don't go out to eat. But you could just say, well, I am going to go out to eat at a later time. Like change, like change out your wording, you guys. And it's going to make such a difference in your beliefs. And this also leads into the positive affirmations. Affirm yourself every single day. I am capable. I am enough. I am sexy. I am healed. I am a great partner. I am a great parent. I am a money-making machine. I attract so much success. Like tell yourself whatever you want to manifest into your life. Tell yourself that over and over and over every single day before you even like hop into the shower. Say it in the mirror with your like Superman, Supergirl pose and like speak it to yourself and over time, you're going to train your brain to believe it to where you're actually going to manifest it so much that it's going to become your reality. You think of it as a car. You know, we all go buy a car. We've never seen the car we want on the road until we buy one. Then we have one and boom, now everyone and their mom has the same car. And so it's because it's in our reality. It's in our forefront. We have to make what we want and our vision in our forefront in order to achieve it. And so that conviction, that conviction in your voice, that conviction in your heart is the decision to be all in. Be all in in your personal growth. Be all in when you're parenting. Be all in in your friendships, in your relationships, in your business. Be all in in everything that you do. And the growth is a process or is it a decision? Are you deciding to grow or are you deciding to stick to the personal growth process and work until the end? Don't say, well, I'm just going to heal the trauma that happened five years ago and then stop. Like, no, I'm going to continue to work on myself until I am no longer existent. Decide. Once you decide and once you form that conviction, you're all in and there is no stopping you guys. And it's okay to get uncomfortable. You should never be comfortable. When you are in the comfort zone, you're in the hurt zone. When you're comfortable with your friends, when you're comfortable in your relationship, when you're comfortable in your business, that is when you're going to plateau. And that is when things are going to get boring and things are going to happen. And you're going to start second guessing yourself, like always do things uncomfortable. And I, it's so funny because I had this conversation with him when I was visiting him last week and I told him, I was just like, we've been on five dates because his mom kept the kids all week. And so we had five days of just mommy, daddy time, which was amazing. I was able to catch up on sleep and things like that. Um, but 
we did things that we typically wouldn't do. Typically when we would go out to, like on a date, it would be like dinner, drinks, maybe a bar, maybe to a nightclub and dance. But what we did, instead of doing those typical things that we're so comfortable doing, we went to a golf course, which neither one of us played golf. I was terrible at it, guys. Like my five-year-old is probably better at golf than I am. Terrible at it. And I'm not talking like mini golf. I'm talking like top golf, like hitting the ball off the edge into oblivion and you getting so many points and winning. And so we did that. It was the most fun I have had in uh, so many years you guys because it was something different and the entire time when we were talking about going I was like I'm gonna suck at this like is this even gonna be fun like well if we get bored we can leave early no we were there for like two and a half hours you guys and it was the best time of our life and then we went bowling which I don't even remember the last time I went bowling but we went bowling and you guys I told him like when we were leaving I was just like oh my gosh like when you come back home next week, like we have to continue to do this. Like we have to get out of our comfort zone because it just feels so good and we have so much fun and it spices up the relationship, you guys. And so don't get comfortable in nothing. When I get comfortable in my business, I start to second guess myself and be like, oh my gosh, like my business isn't growing. Oh my gosh, this and that. But it's like, no, I just got comfortable. Like I need to get uncomfortable and go back to the things that made me build my business in the first place. And so- don't get comfortable. Prepare for impact in every aspect of your life. Prepare for impact financially. Prepare for impact um, in your life, in your relationship. Just always be ready for impact and accept impact with open arms. Don't say, oh my gosh, you guys, I have another challenge. Oh my gosh, adversity is back in, in my life. Oh my gosh, why does everything always happen to me? Like, no, you know what? There's no change if there's no challenge. I'm ready for this challenge. I am so excited to see the growth that is going to come from this challenge and have that positive mindset and prepare for the impact and be ready and be disciplined and just know that what you are building is going to give you such an abundant life, but you have to build before the storm comes. You can't build while you're in the storm. You have to build so by the time the storm comes, you're ready to embrace it. And so... I hope all of this makes sense. I hope you guys stayed with me. Um, I'm just so excited to see this new journey. I feel like I'm personally a step closer into finding my acoustic you. I just feel so at peace and so free and just, I don't like words can't even describe it. I'm just like so happy and like floating on cloud nine right now, you guys, that I am challenging all of you to do the work that needs to be done do the self-care, do the self-healing, do the self-love, and just see where it takes you. My inboxes are always open. You know that. So reach out to me if you want to share your journey with me. Um, I am just so in awe right now, you guys. So have a great day and peace out. One way to allow individuals to find the acoustic cue is to invite them in on this journey. So if you have a tug on your heart to share these episodes with people who you believe can learn from them or benefit from them or need to hear them, share these episodes, share the podcast, leave a review, leave a rating, and let's go impact the world one day at a time. The best way for us to give back to those that we love is to invite them to become the best versions of themselves.
else. I hope you guys are having the most amazing day and we'll check back in later.